Alright. Like I just told the people in the video, this is a good song to start something like this off with. So we'll just enjoy and I'll be with you in a minute or two. Stood still when he said, John, go do my will. Long tongue lie. start things off than with the man in black himself Johnny Kiggity Cash so this is the panic attack this is Big John do all the like share subscribe stuff find me on getter and twitter at the real underscore Big John let's do this thing so um, I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast oh my gosh the the, the the devil himself, old Joe Rogan. He's like the biggest target now of uh, liberals. And he's a liberal himself. He says things. He, he questions things. And he had a... Hell, he had a three-hour podcast with a guy... That totally undermined the whole global warming thing. Um, surprised he didn't get crucified for that one. But anyways, this Joe Rogan podcast that got me thinking. And they delve into a, a teensy little bit of rage, the pandemic, and mass shooters. Oh my God, how did all that tie together? There was a guy on there. He's a, a scientist, uh, a researcher, whatever you want to call him. His name was Andrew Huberman. His last name was spelled H-U-B-E-R-M-A-N, Huberman. 
he was talking about during the uh, pandemic, anxiety and aggression went up. Now, isn't it a lot a bit interesting in a bad way that mass shootings skyrocketed in 2021 as we came out of isolation. So I've been trying to do research on social isolation and rage and anxiety. And everything you find tells you that social isolation will increase things like depression, anxiety, which depression and anxiety, my counselor told me, because I've dealt with severe anxiety disorder. Uh, I've had it my whole life, but it just it came to a, a peak around 40. And other friends of mine uh, in their 40s are experiencing it too. Um, I had a, a friend who's who had a teenage daughter who experienced it. Uh, but anyway, so it can hit you at any time, but it hit me and my friends in our 40s. Let's look at some scientific stuff, okay? You have proteins and neurons in the brain. Neurons in the, I'm going to butcher this word, ventromedial hypothalamus part of the brain get stimulated, okay? And these neurons drive sex, sexual activity and rage and they're kind of all mixed in together they're entangled different stimulants will stimulate in different ways but they look at mice because the the mouse brain is actually closest to the human brain and i would love to see human experiments done on this and actually there have been Hugh Bourbon did talk about people uh, on the operating table and when the doctors stimulate this part of the brain these people are of course awake in this in these operations and they'll say I, I'm just feeling an extreme amount of rage right now I'm feeling extreme aggression They can also stimulate these neurons now with light. Doctors were actually physically going into the brain and, and poking and prodding these areas, for lack of a better term, and noticing and having people on the operating table tell them, I'm feeling this, I'm feeling that, I'm feeling anxiety, I'm feeling rage. Okay, but in these mice, they found out when they stimulate these neurons, the mouse will go into a rage and try to kill whatever is in the cage with them. They put a glove in the cage with the mouse. The mouse attacked the glove and try, tr was trying to kill it 
even though it was a glove, a mouse doesn't know the difference, okay? It's a fucking mouse. But the mouse also, they had a, a mate in there with the mouse. The mouse that got stimulated tried to kill his mate. So when these neurons are stimulated, they will try to kill whatever's in there with them. He says, in our brains, we have switches, all right? It's kind of common knowledge, but probably not to most people. There are these proteins called peptides. And then there are these peptides called tachykinkins. Tachykinkins. And these are the most intensely studied Neuro, neuropeptide families. These control your nervous system and your immune system. People that have been socially isolated for a long time will develop health problems, cardiac problems, weaker immune systems, and like I already said, anxiety, depression, and aggression. So, knowing now that social isolation increases anxiety and aggression or rage, and that the stimulation of neurons in the brain will increase rage in mice and humans it makes you sit here and think did this pandemic and forced lockdowns lead to the mass shootings we're seeing in 2021 and 2022 what comes from your computer screen light what also comes from your computer? Thoughts, ideas, things that stimulate your brain, can stimulate your anxiety. Because you get into these echo chambers or go down these rabbit holes and you just get pumped full of these ideas that are stimulating your brain. So could these chat rooms... I just use chat rooms, by the way, as a generic term, even though it's outdated. But that encompasses, you know, posts, tweets, the shit tons of social media and things that are on the internet and in the chat... In the, yeah, yeah, internet and your phone apps and all that shit, okay? We know that... These shooters always tend to be loners. We've been forced into social isolation for a year and a half to two years. People spent a lot of time on the internet because they had nothing else to do during these lockdowns. So were these people stimulated by chat rooms, internet chats, blogs, postings, discussions, 
forums, etc., etc. Not going to really get into MK Ultra and PsyOps, but that's a rabbit hole you can go down yourself. Look up CIA MK Ultra. And you can look up PsyOps while you're at it. I'm not going to go that route because I've done plenty of talks on those before this. So we know these shooters were isolated. A problem I'm having is the follow-up on these guys. As far as the July 4th shooter, it's hard to find anything within the last few days about this guy. Even though he's been locked up, the his uh, indictment is underway. That's the last thing I can find on him. Is a I can find an NPR article. No, that's about the Texas shooter. Isn't it? Yeah, that's about the Uvalde shooter. It's hard to find anything that is new about our little buddy from uh, July 4th, Cremo. The last fact that, okay, now I remember. The last thing I saw was a two-week-old CNN article that his dad wants him to face a lengthy jail sentence. I don't know if they have the death penalty in Illinois, but if this dude doesn't get life without parole or the death penalty, there's been a travesty of justice done killed seven people that's seven counts of murder that's to me that should be seven back-to-back -back life sentences and I mean fuck him when he dies if he dies at age 69 all right everyone's favorite number 69 leave his rotting ass corpse in that jail cell for 69 more years 69 more years 69 Okay, until the jail caves in around him, as far as I'm concerned. Don't bury his ass. Let God send him to hell for eternal damnation. And screw him. And I'll tell you something else. Bring some of these little wannabe thugs or whatever the hell we find out this guy's mental malfunction was. Let these people see. Do okay. I'm, I'm getting off on a, a a tangent, but there was a show 30 years ago or so on MTV called Scared Straight, where they put kids in a prison cell, and this was like a, an ongoing program. Every kid that went into this room with hardened real ass criminals 
whose life was prison came out a different person. I think, and there's been no follow-up on this 20 years later, but there was like one kid who didn't change his life that day out of like 10 or 15 kids they sent into this room. So a little tough love on some of these little bastards goes a long way. That's not the liberal huggy, let's talk about our feelings. That's uh, find out what life behind bars is like. Find out about the guy that's going to be your friend and get you something extra at dinner time because he's in good with the cooks in the cafeteria and he's going to get you some extra cigarettes here and there and after a couple weeks because he ain't been with a woman in 20 or 30 years then he starts to push up on you as one of the inmates said that'll turn your life around so anyways let's get off a of scared straight and get back to the point there's no follow-up on the motive of the Uvalde shooter. There's a ton of follow-up on all the screw-ups of law enforcement. Uh, Texas Public Radio. Uh, weeks after changes in the official narrative about the response, the committee uh, was the clearest and most detailed picture of what happened that day during which local, state, federal, and law enforcement waited more than an hour to confront the gunman. 376 law enforcement officers, uh, 150 border agents, 91 DPS troopers, that's highway patrolmen or state troopers uh, in Texas, they call them DPS. 25 Uvalde police officers, 16 sheriff's deputies, and five Uvalde Consolidated School District officers. They all stood outside and said, well, what do we do now? Go kill a guy with a gun? I don't know. Well, that's what we get on Uvalde. What about the shooter himself? Eighteen-year-old Ramos was an isolated individual. There's that word isolation again. Who became obsessed with school shootings uh, after many years of struggling at home and school, but received no mental support. Get this. The report gives a glimpse of the gunman's own experience uh, experiences at Robb Elementary School in the same classroom where the shooting occurred. To his behavior in a year and weeks leading up to the shooting, it, it nick earned him the nickname School Shooter among those who knew him. So there's a little background on the psyche of the Uvalde shooter. But we still don't have a clear motive. This was just, did he just snap and decide to go and kill people because he had a bad childhood at that school? 
the worst massacre uh, in United States history, at least recent history, they say, was in Las Vegas five years ago. The last, the last story I can find on this goes back to 2020. Uh, and they're trying to tie this guy into some right-wing con- uh, faction of the world that just wants to have shootings in society. Well, we know that's fucked up and stupid, but from the intercept.com, the FBI has yet to identify a motive explaining what could have driven Stephen Paddock to fire on a crowded music festival from a Las Vegas hotel window, killing 58 and injuring many hundreds more. It says Paddock, uh, he he seemed fixated on three pillars of right-wing extremism, conspiracies, Second Amendment rights, and burdensome taxes. That's what this newspaper says, The Intercept. That's The Intercept's opinion. After the Columbine shootings, the FBI did a profile, psychological profile on the kids and uh, determined that one of them was a sociopath and the other a psychopath and the one drove the other one's insanity until they did what they did. But where where are the FBI profiles on this paddock? Where's the FBI profile on Ramos from Uvalde? We have Cremo alive, the 4th of July shooter. He's alive. What? Why don't we know his motive for this? Why hasn't that been brought forth yet? Maybe because the attorneys and the government officials and <clears throat> these and that's don't want us to know their motives. Maybe they don't want us to know what stimulated the neurons in their brains to cause them to flip the fuck out and to go into these rages and kill people. And these were all planned out things. The Uvalde shooting was planned out. The 4th of July shooting was planned out. The Las Vegas shooting was planned out. The only one that we have a clear profile on is the Buffalo shooter. We know he was socially isolated During the pandemic, he spent a lot of time in racist, extremist chat rooms, which makes him a piece of garbage in my opinion. There's no race that's better than any other race, alright? But he got caught up in these 
chats online with people who felt there was a race superior to other races or that one race got preferential treatment over others, which is bullshit. But we know he was stimulated by the internet and isolation. And we know isolation drives aggression. But the question is, are there people out there? Who are they? What is their mode of operandi to drive people over an edge? Are there people out there actively seeking these crazed assholes that are close to that teetering point and then they find ways to stimulate them into doing what they do, mass shootings? The truth is out there somewhere, people. This has been eating away at me. I'm a school board member. I have hundreds of children to protect. I'm working on ways to protect my, my kids. Where is our government? Where is our FBI? Where, where are we looking for the answers and how, of how we can not just find these... It's, it's damn near impossible to find that one person that's close to going over the edge. But we've got to find the mental health answers. And there were some... Uh, there is some uh, help in the latest gun control bill, the bipartisan bill that passed, uh, there is legislation and money in there for mental health, but is there something bigger at work here? I don't know, I, I can't tell you, and I don't want to go down a conspiracy path. But I just want you to know that there is science to show us why these people go into these rages. And it seems to start with social isolation. And that drives anxiety and aggression along with depression and a, a myriad of other physical health problems. But maybe just we're, we're going to have to self-diagnose. If you're, you see the signs that you're getting aggressive and angry, your anxiety is going up, you're going to have to be the one to seek out help. And maybe that's the approach we, our government should be taking. Public service announcements. If you're feeling anger towards other people and you're socially isolated, go seek help. Go get medication. 
there are medications out there that will help with these problems. I, I don't know. I, I'm going down a whole path that I don't, I can't go down because it'll be years long of me talking. But we do have a narrowing down now, a, a, nar- a more narrow path to the answer. We know what part of the brain can be stimulated and send someone into an aggressive rage. And we know that social isolation causes that. So we definitely better consider this before we go running around locking people down because of a fucking germ that's no more deadly than the common cold. So, I really don't want to get political about the pandemic, but it just, look look at where we were for two and a half, two years, or a year and a half. Isolate, isolate, isolate. And now we're coming out of that and we're seeing this aggression and hostility. The New York subway shooter, lonely guy, locked up because of the pandemic, socially isolated, over and over and over again. You know, they used to say it was the quiet loner, and that's still true, but it's the social isolation is the key term. We can't force people to not isolate themselves, but we can not force people into isolation. But there's some food for thought about social social isolation and mass shootings. Um, it seems off, uh, awfully fucked up that we're coming out of this pandemic period of lockdowns. And now we're seeing a, a spike in mass shootings, anxiety, and rage. So, God bless you guys. I just wanted to share some information that I found. Maybe it'll help somebody. I don't know. But God bless you. God always helps you. Remember that. Pray for each other. Thanks for listening.